who is a dumbass. Stupid makes me <laughs> It is Erica Mona. It's Damia. And this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. 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 I don't like that. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross, Cross culture. culture. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Cross Culture Podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we back again. Back again. Welcome back, guys. Hello, hello, everyone. I am Erica Mona. And I am Dami O. And, and this, this is Cross Culture. culture. Damio, how are you? Moa, man. Really? Everything's going. Oh, is it going? Is it going well? Is it going good? Is it uh, going all right? It's going not so well. We going where? Okay. We thank God for life. That's good. That's good. That's it. How you feeling? Any updates? Any anything that made you smile this week? That made you feel good this week? Ah, this week was quite laborious. So. Really? Vocabulary of the week? Ah, yes. Okay. Laborious. With this week, I can't find much to smile about mm. except the upcoming things in my life. What are the upcoming things? I'm getting my hair done, and I'm going to Turks and Caicos to celebrate Ooh. one of my besties' birthday. Caribbean. I'm quite expensive. Okay. Nice. I'm quite expensive. How many days? Oh, it's like four days. That's fun. Yeah, it's good enough. That's exciting. Before, you know, you spend so, too much time somewhere, you spend too much money. Okay. That's exactly what it ended up being. But yeah, I mean, I, I am very much excited about that. I want, you know, to have fun, to be able to do things, to, you know, do the ATVs, do the beaches. And hopefully, I'm definitely going to be on a Drake search. I'm looking for Drizzy. Okay, so Drizzy be there? He be over there? That's his favorite vacation spot. Really? Everybody knows Drake loves some Turks and Caicos. Oh, good luck. I hope you find him. It would be amazing. It would really be like, wow. If you see Drake, what would you do? I would freak out. I would be very giddy. Um, I would really try to breathe for a second and hopefully get in the proximity to at least wave to him. Would you ask for an autograph, for a hug, for like, oh my God, I, I love you so much? Or like, what would you I, if I, It depends how close I'm able to get to him. If we're like, let's say, at like a little, I don't know, a hut or something, some little food hut, and he there and I'm there and we have that much time, I would love to be like, oh my gosh, Drake, I just want to let you know that I've loved you since Degrassi. And, okay. you know, and I'm so excited to see you. And, um, you know, I I vibe with you on an intellectual, spiritual, and mental level. The oh. spiritual might scare him. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds a tad bit a lot. Talking about you vibe with him. But I think he knows level. what I mean, though, as a fan. Oh, really? You don't think he's heard that before? 
That's what I'm saying. Like me saying spiritual wouldn't be the most shocking thing because oh, like okay, I thought spiritual was supposed to be something personal and deep. And it is personal and deep, but I feel like it wouldn't be crazy for him to hear a fan say okay. that. Okay, so like, you feel personal and deep with him? Yeah, like I think that um, having grown with Drake, there's oh, you've grown with him for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It's mm. not given swam or swam. Oh God, it's not that. <laughs> no, grown for real. Like anybody would say they've grown with Drake, especially if okay. you watch Degrassi and then you discover that um, Aubrey Graham is Drake, and then you listen to Brand New and the whole See okay. You Later mixtape, and to see his ascension as an okay. artist, like this, he's our generation. He belongs to us. So. Okay. Yeah. We'll so it's not go. like obsessed or like. I mean, healthily. Oh, there's healthy obsession. Yeah, there's like a... Really? Yeah, there's a such thing as like, I love it so much, I'm engaged in it, but the the unhealthy part would be like, if it disrupts my life. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Well, good luck to that. Yeah, how about me, Drake? It'll be great. Good luck. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think, what was the highlight of my week? I don't think I had a highlight, quite frankly. It's supposed to be like that. But I told I'm, you, I'm in the upper week looking at I it. know, but I'm trying to think like, you know what? You know what? I got me some corn. What do they call it? The Mexican corn in the cup. Oh, elote? Elote, yes. That was the highlight of my week. You know when you're driving by and you just see them at park on the side? That's true. And I'm saying, hold up. Eh, I'm finna bust a U-turn. Ain't nothing like that authentic street corn. Okay. And I was just like, let me just get me some corn. Because it was one of the, it was sometimes this week where the weather wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, and they were like outside. Thursday. You know, I'm just like, let me just get me some. Why not? So that was definitely nice. I'm not okay. going to lie. You know, because sometimes you may not always have like a big event. But just, you know, I try to look for a little, you know. The little moment. The little moment. Let me just make myself smile. I'll be like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Let me just. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm looking at my son and he's <laughs> doing his thing. But yes, of course, we like to always, um, you know, encourage you guys to. Oh, you know what? I think I do have one. I, you know, I always talk about my job, mm-hmm. uh, my profession. But I had a new client today. Um, and a lot of my clients do come from social media. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them do say, like, oh, a lot of people watch my YouTube videos. I don't have a lot of viewerships at all, but just to hear, like, oh, one, two person watch yeah. it, I'm like, oh, thank you. And they're like, oh, your face, based on your profile that you have, your face looks welcoming. And then I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, hey, uh, that's what they get. It's you, hater. <laughs> you a hater. No, but I'll be surprised in my head. I'm like, oh, my, face, my picture's look welcoming. welcoming. <laughs> Like, your Facebook welcoming in your little videos and just seeing how you work. You look so passionate about your job. I'm like, you could tell all that from just the little that I post. Uh-huh. And for me, it's just like, wow, the power of social media. Like, people have a certain perception of you. You know, like, even though yeah, I'm not thinking. When I post videos, I'm not thinking, like, let me be more nice and more welcoming. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, why. I Like, I'm not, like, that's not my energy. Not to say I'm not that, but mm-hmm. that's not what I have in mind, you know. I'm just, let me just post and just be myself. Yeah. But it's nice, you know, like, oh, that's what people get. And I've heard uh, that a couple of times. I'm like, okay, I'm going to. Oh, a couple of times. But light to light. Honestly Whoa. speaking. I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm a nice and warm welcome. Is that bitch. what they receive? Yes. Wow. Bitch, you a hater. <laughs> no, but in my head, I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, am I faking it? But you know, this is who I am. Like, this is me. I'm just like, okay, yeah. So I'm just, thank you. But yeah, don't hate, girl. Don't hate, don't hate. No. But I'm a nice, welcoming girl. <laughs> but that's my highlight. So you guys definitely try and find something that makes you guys smile. For sure. So Dami, how do we like to start? Guys, we like to start with the hot, 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 hot topic. So hot topic. So, you know, we have some news. 
the first couple of news are not necessarily good news per se. Um, so this is some rest in peace news. So Harry Belafonte, who was an American singer, actor, and activist who popularized um, Calypso music with international audiences in the 1950s. Um, Belafonte is one of the few performers to receive the EGOT. Mm. Um, you know, he's also, he's a black artist, a black man. He died at the age of 96. Um, you said what? Is that alhamdulillah? I know, right? That's His active age. years were from 1948 to 2023. I can't even imagine that. Exactly. That like 1948. The things that you've seen. What you was doing, man. And experienced. Um, and that he was also a close confidant of Martin Luther King as well during the civil rights mm-hmm. movements in the 1950s and 1960s. He was a vocal critic of the policies of Judge W. Boop. W. Bush and Donald Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, you know, he's won three Grammys. This is a great man. Oh, Her- he was a great man. Harry Bel- Belafonte, his soul rest in peace, is a perfect example of artist meets activist. Mm-hmm. Um, where in so many recent years, we hear people kind of give this notion of I don't want to mix activism with my with my brand mm-hmm. as to not upset many people. But with um, artists and creators like Harry Belafonte, it wasn't an option yeah. at that time. Their art could not be art. Yeah. Without their activism, I think you did make you did post about it, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you made a good point about how like it wasn't a choice. You it see, wasn't. it's like if you're black, black, you're you're an artist and you're in the limelight. You have a spotlight. You have a platform. Yeah, well, you better use it for the people. Okay, and just not necessarily in a forced way because I feel like different artists had different um, notions of different things that they kind of like you know stood for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like their activism were also different in different ways. You know. Whether it's via music, whether it's via film, whether it's civil rights, what, or maybe art or poem, whatever it is, you know. You said porn? Oh, poem. Oh, sorry, Max. No, speaking. I thought you said porn for a second. Wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> you supporting, I, the, I, porn? I, I, supporting I, the sex workers. I don't want porn like that. Sorry to say. Any but What the fuck? <laughs> Did I ever say I watched it like that to start with? Storyline, storyline, storyline. So project, projection, projection, projection. No, I don't like porn. That's not my thing. Okay, it's this one, right? Oh, <laughs> back to sender. Okay, let me stop. But poem or poem? How, how do you guys say? It? Is it poem no, or po- you said it correctly? I just didn't hear you. I normally I'll say poem. No, you said it. Good. So it's poem. No, no, no. How you said? How it? do you say? It? Is you it? say poem. Poem. Okay. Yeah, you said it correctly. I, th- uh, I just didn't hear you. I just didn't catch it at first. Uh, okay, poem. Anyway, <laughs> poetry. <laughs> So, but you know, nowadays, I think that's the conversation we have about artists nowadays. Not necessarily that we're trying to force them, but like, it's just like, what do you stand for? Yeah, it, it just, you know, to have a career that long, to be that renowned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in this new era, um, there's so many children that have no idea who Harry Belafonte is. Absolutely. What he did, what he stood for. I think there's a lot of people, even in our generation, I'm calling them children, but a lot of people in our generation who probably wouldn't know that. Even to speak to his closeness with um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he got an insurance policy out on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., mm. um, knowing that it was possible for him to be assassinated mm. and gave the um, the... The, the funds from that policy to his children, which wow. is what helped seed them to be the children they are today. Because back in the day, activism wasn't the Sean Kings and Tamika Mallory's of the mm-hmm. world. You weren't going on book tours based off your activism. These were mm-hmm. really 
people who were going through it. They had families. So mm-hmm. for him to do that is what gave his family the foundation that they have today. Absolutely. I can't imagine that type of how, you know, for lack of better words, how, what type of type of burden that may have been as well. Like it's yeah. a heavy load, you know. But may he rest in peace. Um, also, Jerry Springer. That won't hurt me, Jerry. Oh hold my you. God, Jerry Springer. You know one thing. Ain't gonna hold you. Where my grandmother came from, um, Nigeria to visit. I think it wasn't like in 2017. She watched Jerry Springer and Maury, <laughs> and she be like, "Is this real life? You know, like do people really go through this crazy yeah. stuff? Because it's such an entertaining, you know, great show." Um, but Jerry Jerry Springer, um, full name is Gerald, which I didn't know. Gerald Norman Springer um, was an American broadcaster, journalist, actor, producer, lawyer, and politician. Um, he is um, he was raised in Queens, New York, but also is from Chicago as mm-hmm. well. Um, he attended Northwestern University. Ooh, ooh. Okay, um, the law school, and he's a lawyer. I didn't know he was a mayor too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he died at the age of seventy nine from cancer. So basically, he got canceled a few months ago. I do remember when that story came out. It was like a couple months ago. And it happened rapidly, right? Where he passed away from it. And um, he was the 56th mayor of Cincinnati from 1977 to 1978. Um, He has won Emmy Awards for his show, for his controversial tabloid show, Jerry Springer, which ran from 1991 to 2018. He was also the host of American Got Talent. I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember that. that. Uh From 2007 to 2008. He also had a judge show, Judge Judge Jerry. Man, he did a lot. Um, I told my mom yesterday, and her mouth literally dropped. Because no, I feel like we all grew up like, with him. It's a staple. You know, I think before streaming, before all of that, we were all subjected to whatever the hell was on TV. And one thing was for sure, two things was for certain. If you was at home between the hours of 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. during weekdays, you were going to watch some Maury. You was going to watch some Jerry Sprinkle. Okay. You was going to watch some Passions. And it Those just was part of our life. You're going to watch something. Yeah, like, man, somebody said check on Steve. Check on Steve. Because he started real. off as a bodyguard on, yeah, on Jerry, Jerry Springer. Like, where? I didn't see Steve post. Was he supposed to? I don't know. I don't know. He probably grieving. Mm-hmm. He probably grieving, but he was quite close because he got yeah. the show because because of Jerry. of Jerry. Like he was the main security guard, like exactly. Steve Wilkos. Exactly. Oh, um, man. And he died from pancreatic um, cancer. So may he <sighs> rest in peace. I do want to use that as a PSA really quickly before we transition. Um, people, please don't be afraid to get your checkups. Go to the doctor. I think right. so many of us, especially in our community, have a fear of medicine. Um, but at the end of the day, us having a fear of medicine does not stop us from needing it. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of us, i.e. Tony Braxton, i.e. Jamie Foxx, where we might just keep moving because we may feel fine, but the body is so miraculous that you can push farther than you're meant to. Mm-hmm. So please, um, just using this as a small moment to... Tell people, please get checked. You know, we talk a lot about mental health, but that physical health is real, too. Check that cholesterol. Check your blood pressure. Get your colon check. Colon, Mm -hmm. take that gut health, colon health seriously. All the health. Pancreatic health. Prostate for my men. uh, Cervical for the woman. And just take care of yourselves, please. Absolutely. It's important. Transitioning, transitioning, transitioning. Let's talk about Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. So you guys know I've um, somewhat been a Jonathan Majors apologist on the podcast. Since we first reported on the story of um, Jonathan Majors allegedly 
um, having a physical altercation with his girlfriend. There has been many reports that have come out. We've spoken about his PR and management team dropping him. Since then, we have seen video releases of the girlfriend, alleged victim, at a bar, which was supposed to be, like, after the incident where mm-hmm. you see her kind of like, I mean, she's just in the bar, whatever is going on. Um, and I guess they released this as somewhat proof of what's been going on. Um, that he's a proof of his innocence, proof that, you know, I guess what their notion is, is like, she clearly ain't get beat up that much if she was going to, going, bar, going right to the bar, which I guess is their logic behind it. But um, again, you know, the conversation that I want to have about this is not necessarily whether he did it or not. I don't think um, that's something for So do you feel like probably. he did it or not? What's or it? Like you don't know. Did he... He physically abused a girl because you know other people did come out too, not just her too. Yes, that has also come out where there's um allegedly case being built of multiple victims. I mean, I think that there was definitely a physical altercation that night mm-hmm. for sure. Like, I think that even the text from everything, everything says that something happened. It's not a, a figment of imagination. Mm-hmm. It's not like she tweaked or whatever. Something happened, and whatever happened got too far. Okay. Be it, um, you know, he, he got physical with her. Be it she got physical with him. There was a physical altercation of some sort, and it got too far. You and think he's a physical abuser or a domestic violence? Domestic abuser? I cannot say fully. Um, I got to see the other stories. Okay. And quite frankly, I just think that, like, for me... Where I'm starting to lean on this, ooh, I'm there. I'm taking it there. I just feel like ever since Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, we've been tweaking on everybody. Okay. Like, ever since we found out how egregious those crimes were with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, that we have now taken that same stance with every single person. Mm -hmm. And I really don't believe that every single person deserves that same level of cancellation. Okay. Especially because it doesn't happen in other cultures. It doesn't happen with other type of stars. It's something that's damn near only reserved for black stars. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's fair. Okay. Because every person that has an incident with people, be it multiple, be it whatever, they're not R. Kelly and they're not Bill Cosby. I think that when all of those stories came out, it was like, damn, you are really a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's levels to it. There's mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein, there's Bill Cosby, there's R. Kelly, and then there's like, I don't know, there's Chris Brown, you know, mm-hmm. where we know Chris Brown get violent, we know Chris Brown gets hectic, we know he had a situation with Rihanna, and we've known him to have situations with Karuchi. But it's like, now we know Chris Brown. It's like he's evolved. He's trying to be better. He's trying to make choices to be like, I'm I'm not an abuser anymore. Mm-hmm. Should we cancel him like we did R. Kelly and Bill Cosby? And that's just the thing. I just feel like we, we, we are so quick to end our stars. I don't think that, like, again, I don't know what the situation is, but to me, regardless of the situation, I don't necessarily feel like we have to end his entire career. Okay. I don't think that, like, that's just something we do for everybody. Like, people so, can fuck so up. So, is your argument just mainly because, like, oh, the same treatment is in place for the for their racial counterparts, like, for, like, the white men or the Asian men, the other white, you know, other white actors or whatever. Is that your main argument? So, because it's not done, just because, so, if an abuser and abuser is an abuser, um, but because... White fans don't cancel their white abusers. Black fans should not cancel their black abusers. No, I just think it's not even, it doesn't even, it's not even like a purposeful act anymore. 
I think the whole point. What part is not purposeful? Because like, what does it do? It don't stop nothing really. I think the whole point of canceling people originally was because Bill Cosby and R. Kelly were so big in their careers and they were so legendary and untouchable that it was like their star power overtook whatever people are saying. It's like continuous thing. So it's like we have to bring the star power down for this to be heard, for it to cut through. I don't think every single star that has an incident needs their entire career and livelihood cut down. Because Mm -hmm. I think especially too, it's like we don't be like some shit really is just kind of like, they may be a fucked up person. That doesn't mean they're a serial abuser. That doesn't mean we have to take everything away from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's why I say like Chris Brown is an example of that because it's like we all know Chris Brown fucked up a lot, especially mm-hmm. in those early years. And it's like till today, there's certain things about Chris Brown that's like that's not my favorite shit about Chris Brown. But it's like, do I think that his whole life's work should completely be erased and we shouldn't care for him or support him or just let him allow him to fall by the wayside? No, because at the end of the day, with some of these people comes something that we still also need as a people. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that just because other races don't do it. I'm just saying, like, we the only race that feel like that's a solution. And it really just is not a solution. Like, let's just find a real solution for these things and these people. If we want to hold them accountable, hold them accountable. Nobody's saying that they shouldn't go to jail or whatever, but hold them accountable and then, like, give them a chance to fix it. So with this Jonathan situation, do you think as many black women or black men that are holding him accountable and trying to cancel him? I think it's black women that's holding him accountable and trying to cancel him for real. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I think black men just, they, they didn't care for him for real until this happened. Mm-hmm. You know, then then they were like, oh, ain't that bad a bitch. He was just y'all sweetheart. Y'all always trying to bring a black man down. Um, I think that's mostly the black male experience so can we also apply that you know with the notion of like oh black women we hold black men accountable right we tell black men about themselves we are the quick you know we we quickly like oh you you did this you wrong you bogus you know hence some people's argument as to why some black men say oh you know what um we're gonna date non-black women because it's not the same type of energy so with that being i'm trying to figure out my point is because i just kind of missed it um, so like, is this now, is this mainly like, okay, black women, we need to stop canceling. Is it just all black people as a whole? Should black women be more forgiving to us black men? I think that black people as a whole, we do need to reassess our cancel culture. Okay. Um, again, because it's a culture that only really exists within our community uh-huh. and it ends up being a double edged sword because we're canceling people, even for minuscule things, not even just this abuse. We're canceling people so much to the point where it's like, then, then we're going to be the same ones mad that there's not enough black representation or black power makers in certain spaces when it's like, we ended all our black power makers, you know, they can't do shit no more. Um, but in regards to how black women address black men, I think that it's our responsibility to hold them accountable Mm -hmm. because we are their female counterparts. But I also think that in holding them accountable, it's also our responsibility to leave a safe space for them to grow and alter. And that's where we fuck up as women. Because it's like maybe, you know, also with this whole abuse thing is against or with another, it's a white woman. It's a white you woman. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that add more fuel to the fire. Like, oh, it's with a white bitch too. You know what I'm saying? Because the argument some people saw on, I saw on Twitter was it's like, oh, y'all expect us to not say anything uh, because it's a white woman. So mm-hmm. if it was a black woman, should we have, you know, 
also had the same energy of whether maybe saying a lot or not saying a lot. You know, does it being a white woman make it a like not much of an issue more than if it was a black woman? Like if the victim was a black woman, do you think it would have been this much of a hurrah? I I think that we're just like, and that's part of the fakeness of social media because every four months an abu- a victim comes out about Trey Songs and nobody has led the crusade against him. Okay. So it's like, if this is really the notion then have that notion with a lot of other people. Okay. You know, even Chris Brown himself, you know, sorry to keep bringing you up, but he pointed out, like, y'all sit here and watch a whole show dedicated to Blueface and Krishan beating each other asses, and nobody has canceled them. Right. So it's like, we, like, the thing is, like, if we are really a, 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 a group of cancellation and this is our standard, then let it be uniform. Okay. If, if it's really what we're about. Right? Like, we mm-hmm. really about this. But now it just feels like a crusade, and it feels like we pick and choose. And I just, I just also feel like, you know, in other spaces with other races, there is a level of, like, there's a safe space for them to fall in their own community. Girl, because even, like, the you know, the whole Johnny Depp situation with his, was it his ex-wife? Oh, girl. Ooh, mm-hmm. his, ex-wife? his wife. Um, now she's gonna pay the next, you know, she was an Aquaman, mm-hmm. but she's being, re- she's gonna still be in the next movie. And Johnny Depp will be in another movie in two, mm-hmm. three years. And I'm like, oh, that was quick. You know what I'm saying? And, and, Even though we know like, okay, she kind of lied about a lot. I mean, of course, whatever, I'm sure. It's obvious that he did some shit too. She did some shit and she lied about a lot of stuff, but it's just like. With that whole caucus, it's obviously like, okay, girl, you lying about a lot of stuff. You making a lot of things up, you know, because they had a lot of, like, witnesses and whatever. Even back even down to the fact that she's lying about certain makeup. And even people from, like, the makeup mm-hmm. line came in saying, well, no, this is not the case. Um, but I'm like, oh, she got a job already. Because they don't care about that shit. It's like, okay, it happened. Like, for, you know, I think white people are able to hold people accountable or other races are able to hold them accountable without it letting without letting it discount their work. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Woody Harrison, we all know that he's a okay. sick fucker and he, you know, basically married his stepdaughter and um, mm-hmm. groomed yeah. them. And, you know, even when I watch the Woody Harrison docu- documentary on HBO, you see that it's a repetitive pattern, not just with his stepdaughter slash wife, but his own biological daughter. He abuses that time. Yes. He, she tells stories in that documentary of how, like, there were many moments in her childhood where she thought she was just her dad's favorite, but in actuality, they had a incestuous relationship. Ooh, like, she speaks on it. And, um... You know, with that being said, not a single Woody Harrison movie has been pulled from anything. Even Playboy. You know what I'm saying? They're they doing this whole Playboy, show, but like Playboy Dark Tickets, whatever documentary that they're like revealing all the stuff that happened. But Hugh Hefner, his legacy still stands. And they purposely waited till he died to release. And all the this, magazine is still exactly, and exactly. it's still going on. Like even before he died, they try to expose, do some expose thing, but it's just like. None of it came out until he died. That's mm-hmm. when everything really came out. They tried. I do remember that, but it's mm-hmm. like for some weird reason they stopped it or it was halted or it just wasn't regarded, you know. And 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 that goes with a lot. Like even when we watched um, the Pamela Anderson documentary, mm-hmm. she speaks about her relationship with Tommy Lee, and Tommy Lee clearly was a was he was an abuser. He was mm-hmm. abusive to a degree to her. He was overly, physically or emotionally or mentally both. Okay. Both. Well, I would say more immense, more mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Let me not put physical on him like that. But okay. I feel like it's known that he 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 was too much. Yeah. And I just feel like if we would have saw a documentary like that, let's say we watch the Kim K documentary and she come out and say Kanye was like this, niggas will cancel Kanye 
from that mm-hmm. of all the shit that he should have been canceled for. So now that we say that, is it actually the niggas canceling or is the white folks that are doing the shit? We are the ones who cancel people. Like we have to understand that some of these people only exist in our spaces to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that's partially what's saving Jonathan Majors is because like the whole Marvel thing. Like, Marvel's kind of trying to wait, kind of trying to see because he's so good. And he got, a lot, like, a lot of the reviews from the the movie he did was about, like, yo, Jonathan Majors being introduced. Like, people were very excited for him. Um, so I think they're trying to wait it out a little bit and let it blow over. But it's us as mm-hmm. people that are bringing it up. It's us as people that are highlighting it. But like, those people that are actually making tweets about it, they're not, they're not black people. It's white people that are making tweets like, oh, there's this artist that, and we know that's an abuser, and then there's another evidence of it's. I, I've actually and they didn't say his name, it's, but it's, but obviously it's in reference to him. But they didn't say his and like, and it, there's power in that, right? There is power in like I'm a hint, hint, wing, wing, but I'm not gonna directly say your name, mm-hmm. or I'm not gonna put that directly on you without it being like boom, boom, point blank. It's for example, I made it a point to follow. I follow both TMZE and the Shade Room and Twitter. I follow all them blogs, right? And the, I just noticed, and it's the truth, how our black blogs cover our scandals versus how white blogs cover their own scandals is completely different. What's the difference? Um, one, black blogs look for every little update to discredit. Like, there's every little thing to be like, ooh, 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 ooh. And white blogs, they wait for a little bit more thorough. Like, you know, like, they'll give it a beat. Because we know TMZ can be brutal. TMZ is I, brutal, actually, but TMZ they don't has, ever. You know they what? Don't ever release without it being concrete. But you know what? That's no, that's false. Because as of late, TMZ have calmed down. I feel like due to so much backlash that they've received. Because TMZ, TMZ, is the one like somebody just died. We finna release the picture. Picture. Yes, we that's different the than video. an accusatory. We finna thing, release though. whatever. Oh, whatever. But that's super high, though. Whether it's death, whatever. But TMZ yeah. used to, like... I feel like now they've calmed down a lot because of all the backlash that they've gotten and Muffers be trying to sue them. But TMZ, like, those blogs... I feel like now... We, I think also because now we're the age where we also pay super attention to the blogs. Shade Room is a blog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, like, Media sure Tab, Media Takeout... Media Takeout was a blog. But back in the back in the day, like, if you remember those magazines at the grocery stores, it'd be so... It's tabloids. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference They'd be between so controversial and be so, like, bogus as fuck. Whether it's mixed fake news and real news, whatever, but it, it's tarnishing of those people's names and careers. But I think overall, it's like black artists receive more of the negative black back, backlash. Like, they receive more of the negative outcome of it. And for me, it's just more like from our own communities. Mm-hmm. That would be the thing for me. Because I'm like, I'm not saying that white people don't tarnish their people. I'm just saying that there is a certain, like, when, when white people turn against their own people or other races turn against their own people, mm-hmm. there is like a long list and an irreputable yeah, list agree. of shit that's like, gee, there's no denying that you are fucked up in this light. Mm-hmm. And even so, they can acknowledge, I think even the bigger difference too is that they can acknowledge that this was fucked up without it destroying the legacy. I mean... It has been acknowledged that Elvis has married 
his wife at uh, fourteen. At whatever. fourteen, many times we've talked about it up, down, side to side. Even Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, whatever, they need small girls. You know what I mean? Damn white bring up Leo. But and that a fact though, this man damn near fifty, daddy a nineteen year old. You know what I'm saying? He definitely is pulling his own Marcus Houston. So <laughs> you see, see what you just did there though. Why you gotta measure Marcus Houston? Because Marcus Houston. Ain't shit as a person, but but you messed up black artists his, though. I'm not destroying his career. I'm just saying but Marcus Houston. I, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying that. A, no, I I'm saying it. that it's a comparison. I'm not canceling Marcus Houston. There's a difference. I can you can say that's what I'm saying. You can hold somebody accountable mm-hmm. for being not shit. That don't mean I'm never gonna listen to Naked. I'm never gonna listen to Immature. I'm stop watching Sister Sister. No, I'm still gonna watch that shit. But I can acknowledge that Marcus Houston groomed that little girl. And we I have know, to be but able I feel like we're, we're just giving examples of white artists, and you just immediately brought up that black artist. Because I'm saying that, like, and I think that also gives to the point of like you saying, like, how we be quick to. No, make I'm saying we cancel. We can acknowledge that they're fucked up. Mm-hmm. We can always acknowledge it. I'm not saying ignore it. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. But does that mean I have to cancel everything great that I liked? Yeah, like Leonardo. He a creep. Yeah, and I'm never gonna cancel Leo. So it's unfortunate, but I'm always gonna watch Titanic. Why, I'm definitely gonna watch Inception. Why shouldn't Leo be canceled? Why should he be canceled? Because he like young bitches. He ain't raping them. He just like young girls. Well, I thought you the same one that said I'm against. Age. I don't agree with it. I don't have to agree with everything a celebrity does for me okay. to support them. And okay. that's a bad culture that we have. Motherfuckers don't got to be a lot. It's not my. I'm not voting for you. Mm-hmm. I just like what you do. I like your art. We don't have to have the same ideals on everything for me to like your art. I do, however, I still stand on the fact that I feel like you cannot always separate the artist from the art. Not always. You know, I feel like in certain situations, it's like, okay, you're an artist. Yes, you provide great art, whatever. But because you're such a monster, negative person, we have to take this away from you. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I definitely understand that. And I hope that, you know, we get more evidence and hopefully he gets the more sponsorship because he's obviously lost some due to the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't ruin his career. It has I would already. like to see I think, you know, I'm still hopeful that maybe in a, you know, maybe some months, maybe maybe a year or two he could come back up, you know what I'm saying? Um, I would like to see, hopefully he could do, I know, you know, right now for press, it's best for him to not do an interview, not to say anything, you know what I mean? Just not to say the wrong thing. Hopefully we could hear from him. Hopefully maybe some 2020 or maybe a Gail King interview, something. But I really do hope this is not the end. It may be a pause, a hiatus, but I really hope this is not the end for real, for real of his career. Because that would be sad. You know what I'm saying? Because I think regardless whether he is truly an abuser, I do believe everyone deserves a second chance to an extent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully he can have a second chance if he rightfully deserves it. Yeah, we got to give people a chance to grow. Because, like, for example, with this situation with Daniel Cho. So Daniel Cho was recently an actor on the show Beef that we've talked about. If mm-hmm. you've watched Beef, he plays the cousin, like the, the fucked up cousin. Um, so he was on a podcast maybe about two, three years ago. And it resurfaced online on the podcast, he was telling a story about how he went to the massage. He was with a masseuse, and this masseuse was a black woman, and he made the masseuse um, basically give him oral forcibly. And he laughed about it, and they were like, wait, so you forced her to give you head? And she was choking. He was like, yeah, I made her take it. And they were like, but that's kind of rapey. He was like, I might be kind of into rapey. Like, that was Whoa. that was basically what he was saying, which we all know is like, yikes. Why would you say that? Currently, everything has been scrubbed. Like, you cannot find that clip anywhere. They Mm -hmm. scrubbed the internet. And then even when people were coming at Amy um, Wong and all the other actors, they were just kind of like, well, 
you know. Girl, they protected their tweets. They said, Locked yeah, he was, he was fucked up, but I know that he's done the work to become a better person. Mm. And that's just that. That like that that's the we not talking about it no more. Mm-hmm. And then happened. again, we don't even know how recent that or how long ago was that. That was like two years. It was supposed to be like two years ago to mm-hmm. clip, but it's like okay. Then he came out. We don't and know said, if he did it recently. He came out and said, "Oh, I, that never happened. It was just kind of a story I made up." Well, nigga, Lies. that's a, a fucked up story to make up. Lies. Right? And to me, it's kind of like, well, beef is still number three show on Netflix, though. And that to me is just kind of like where we do a disservice to ourselves. Yeah, I mean, you have, you made a good point. Like, other races stand up and stick with each other, and I think that's like the point of the conversation. It's like all men of our races make mistakes; they do fucked up shit, whatever, whether it's small or big, whatever. But you know, like they all stick to each other, support each other. They locked up their tweets, protected the tweets, tweeted to support him, whatever. It's scrubbed off the internet. You can't find the shit no more. It is what it is. And it's the show the show isn't taken off. You know, it's still there. Yeah. Cardi B literally got on the internet and said she used to drug men and t- and run their pockets when she was a stripper. Mm-hmm. And we sit here and be like, Cardi, Buckley's, oh my God. So you think it's more for like, this is something that's more done towards black men? For sure. It's definitely something that is done towards black men. Black women do not experience this. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm calling Cardi black, but I'm just saying black women. <laughs> <laughs> right, what is she, Dominican? She's Dominican. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it is something that is part, like that That black men are the main people that suffer from it. We don't see it. Even with black women, we don't see us suffer from cancellation like that. I feel that. I mean, besides Christette Michelle, she's been suffering for a minute now. Damn, they did cancel her. Because Maybe they she, made, music she sang for Trump. They low-key just ain't messing with her music she been. If we be honest. She been, that, you know, that was the moment that they really canceled her, though. I mean, she hasn't yeah. made more poppy music, but that was when she was canceled. Yeah, when she sang for Trump. Uh, but let's switch it up. Since we're talking about black men, um, Steve Harvey, he was on Shannon Sharp's um, show where they did talk about um you know just manhood black man and just manhood in general so you're gonna play the clip really quick listen generation today these young boys today what does she bring to the table the hell you mean man what do your ass bring to the table you got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you what else she need to slide up to the table with what about your job what happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. But what happens to the, when the woman tell you, I don't need a man, Steve? Well, they need to, what? Okay, if you don't, how that's working? <laughs> you know, how, how, how that's working? Who don't need no man? I'm independent. I can do for myself. Yeah, but why do you want to? Yeah, okay, you can drop a transmission. You can sandblast your house. But hell, do you want to? No. If somebody could get out there and drop this transmission for you and sandblast your house, why don't you go get your nails done? So, I mean, he go on to say a little bit more, but essentially the conversation is just what he said. I think there's two parts to what he said. Mm -hmm. Um, There's the conversation of, like, men these days and what their expectations are. This whole, what do you bring to the table conversation. And then at the same time, there's a, a, a notion of this independent black woman. So let's talk about both separately. Mm-hmm. First part of what he said, these young boys today, this generation, always talk about what can women bring to the table. I love that he said, you, a woman can bring another you. Period. 
What else more does she need to bring? Okay. I agree. I I agree. Yeah, I agree too. Did you ever read um Think Like a Woman, Act Like a Man? Or Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady? I did not read it. I watched a goofy-ass movie, but I didn't read it. I read it. I until you chapter had, you had the book. Didn't you have the book? Yeah, I had it on, like, digital. I think I've seen, like, I've read a little, like, a few chapters, but I've not actually read the book for I read it up until chapter nine. Does, chapter nine does he blue. counter what, let's see, like, you know, what he says, does it add up, or it's... Mm, I mean, yes. Because essentially all the first eight chapters of the book was just kind of like, you know, not that same shit we hear. You know, a man going to do what you allow him to do. Um, oh, well, actually, that's the chapter I ended on. But like a lot of the, you know, the three month rule is a big one that came from the book. Just, oh, don't sleep with a man in 90 days. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of the book was just trying to teach women like, look. Men need challenges. Men need to feel like they earn their dogs, and you have to give them something to earn. If you give it to them to too pursue. quick, mm-hmm. or if you give it to them too easy, they're not gonna feel like they earned you, and they're gonna get bored quickly. That's that's the notion of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with that to a certain extent. Yeah, maybe I think when I first read it, I, I was too young to <laughs> receive it. Uh-huh. Um, but now you know, I get what he's trying to say now. Before I was like, get your goofy ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I receive what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. I do think that, especially when he talks about like, do men understand their role? I think that is, that is a big problem in this generation. I think that a lot of men, not all men, but a lot of men. <laughs> feel that their role is just to be the leader. Mm-hmm. But men don't understand what it takes to lead. Yeah. To be that leader. And when he really got to speaking about like, do y'all understand that like the the responsibility of a man, regardless of whatever your woman is doing, is to like take care of the woman and the children. Mm-hmm. And so many men of this generation That's try to find giving right about why they can't, they shouldn't and they won't. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, well, yeah, I, I just feel like ultimately we're always going to trump you with childbirth. I would say this conversation, you mainly hear it from this generation of black American men. Yeah. And not to be bogus, but white men don't. don't I, I encounter a lot of women who have dated white, black women who have dated white men. And black women are over our age, millennials, whatever. And they're like, I've never had to, it's not like a 50-50 split, whatever. I was like, they know their roles. I'm not by any chance saying white men are perfect or better at all. You know what I'm saying? But even African men don't have the same notion of thought of like, what does woman bring to the table? That is not a conversation because you are a man. You know what I'm saying? But it's our age. And when I say black men, it's black American men and Black, uh, I guess uh, men of like African descent, maybe your parents are African, you know what I'm saying? But you mainly grew up here. They're the main ones who have this mindset of like 50 50. What is rumor? I'm not gonna lie, a man has asked me that question. His goofy ass. Um, I and at the moment, to be honest, I didn't have a response because I was more shocked that I was being <laughs> asked that question. No, to be honest, because I'm just like. Ah. I you know I'm like what's about the shot on the podcast so for someone to actually <laughs> ask you what do you bring to the table what lie I was content because I'm just like <sighs> you know even the way they ask you to it make you think that are you useless <laughs> no seriously it made me think like me too <sighs> Mona is it me because I was shocked like wow. For him to ask me, for him to even open his mouth to ask me that, that means maybe me too, I'm not even doing anything at all. Hmm. But I had to hold, go back and think like, 
No, this motherfucker tweaking. I'm I'm sorry to say y'all gonna be mad at me. That's a broke nigga question. No, it is it's, that, like it, let's be factual. And this broke with, nigga mentality. And you know, also this exactly. It's sometimes you know with men being broke, it's not just broke in a pocket, but it's broke in the mind. It's broken the pockets. Let's whoa. Let's. But being broken in the pocket affects your mentality. Yes, it does. And, it, and those men who were broke in a pocket for years, they carry that same mentality even when they have money. Yes. That's what I'm saying, yes. though. They still, even when they, they become successful in the yeah, business, they stay, whatever. they stay with they, their broke they, they, mindset. They be like, they be rich, though. But like, I ain't finna give them no, no woman money. I ain't finna do that. But it's just like, you still broke in your head. You still broke in your mind. So that concept of asking one, what does she bring to the table? Now, of course, we know, don't be with a partner who is useless. Whether you're a male, woman, whatever, that's not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? If she's a housewife, okay, let her be a good housewife. We're not saying, oh, she shouldn't cook, clean, take care of the kids, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't, we're not saying she shouldn't work. She don't add any value to you, whether it's emotionally, whether it's bringing, giving you peace, as y'all like to say, or whatever. But it's just like, y'all been doing too much. It's like, don't ask me, don't ever in your life ask me what I bring to the table. Set the table and let me dress it. Here Give me something to bring to the table. What do I look Give like something to work with? What do I look like hearing all this shit, all these dishes, all this food, all this other shit? And I ain't got no, no table laying on. Table looking dirty. I'm making Plastic a meal. Where, where the meal finna sit at? Table weak as hell, finna crumble under this shit okay. that I'm bringing. So, that, like, seriously, honestly, this bring to the table is very much giving potluck, and I don't want that in a relationship. It's not no, you know what I'm saying? It's very much giving, like, no. You need to understand what your role is and stop questioning me about mine. I feel like a man that don't understand a woman's role, they got to ask what a woman's role is, is not ready to be with a woman. Absolutely. And, you know, even back to when the person asked me this, you know, as a conversation, he was like, you know, Erica, every man wants a woman that listens and you don't listen and you don't do this. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I hear you. But as a man, have as you as a man, have you said, Eric, I'm your man? Because you know, man, when you you to you exert your manhood. When you exert your woman, your masculinity, your my femininity pop through. Period. You show me that you are my man to listen to. My dear, I will listen to you any day. Period. Anytime. Get your goofy ass. And I said, Have you shown that you're my man? That you're not flipping flop, you're not back and forth. You're not moving like a fish. You know what I'm saying? You're straightforward. That okay, you give me something to listen to. If you're not solid, how can I listen to somebody that is exactly that's the thing with submission, right? People be men be like, I need a woman to submit, but how can I to submit to somebody who's not a leader? And that's the you don't, even, you don't even have no values for yourself. So what am I submitting to? Men be when 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 men ask you what you bring to the table, they waiting on you to be able to eat. Damn, I'm hitting them with metaphors. Let me say <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but for real though Like when a man asks you What you're bringing to the table That means they can't eat Without you bro Like they trying to figure out Damn if I'm bringing the calories You bringing the chicken It's weak minded men It we- is It's weak minded men That want you to suck their dick On call 24-7 No really That's Rastas. what it is They want you like Oh you sucking the dick on call Like baby I need some whatever Oh rub their feet Cook their meals And it, it really just that Really that's what it be Okay though On the other side Okay he spoke about these women that say they don't need a man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Monade, are you one of those women? My dear, I need a man. I need me one. I need a good man. Put a responsible man. Good shit. Am I not asking stupid questions like that? Yes. Because I know the type of woman I am. I know what I am looking for relationship-wise, family-wise. Um, I don't want to live life alone. I want a partner. Yeah. No. Uh, yes, I'm a strong woman. I'm independent. Yes, I'm taking care of myself, of course. But 
God did not create us to be alone. No yeah. matter how people try to be like, I love my peace. I love being alone. It's a lie. <laughs> You're lying to yourself. I don't be at peace alone. I'm like, not going to lie. I, I get it. Maybe, maybe the concept of marriage now may not be for everybody. But if you are mentally and emotionally healthy, mm. right? You know, because I know some people who may not be mental, who may have some mental disabilities, whatever. Like, it's just best. Let them be by themselves. They like their own private. They be locked in rooms 24-7. That's a whole mm-hmm. different story. You know what I'm saying? But if you are just, I don't want to use the word normal or regular because I don't want to say those people are not normal. But mm-hmm. the, if you are mentally, emotionally, like, you know. Stable. Stable. You are not created to be alone. God created Adam and Eve or whatever you want to call it. God created us in pairs. Yeah. If so, God would have just created Adam or just created Eve to just be alone. Yep. There'll be no multiplication. There'll be no reproduction. There'll be none of it. You know what I'm saying? And with we we all want um companionship, whether it's in friendship, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's in personal relationship, whether it's our siblings. Every human being needs companionship. No matter what. We're not meant to be alone. So yes, I need a man, please. I think that, okay, you know, I agree with everything Erica said. I'm just adding contention. I'll be having to say that because I don't want niggas to think I don't want a man. Mm. Um, I think that there is there is a a part of women who claim to be like, I don't need a man or whatever, whatever. Mm. That um feel abandoned and disrespected by men which is fact you know yeah and i think that this is a kind of like we don't have the conversation enough between the genders about how we have betrayed each other exactly i think that black men when i hear them speak they feel uncherished by mm-hmm. us like maybe they, they're easily discardable mm-hmm. um and i think that black women equally feel the same yeah and you know, when searching for somebody, the thing is, like, I'm learning as I've gotten older that I can be strong, but that doesn't mean I'm hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's put on us too much. Yeah. That because I had to learn how to survive by myself doesn't mean I'm not open to letting you hear. Okay. You know, like, I, yeah, I've had to learn how to do it on my own without you, but it, it doesn't mean that there's not a space you. For you, that I'm waiting to be fulfilled, I think, and that and that gets put on us as as black women too a little too much, where it's like me saying I'm strong should not threaten your masculinity. Me saying I do it, I I hope that when I say, damn, I did this, this, and this, that it doesn't make the man in my life threatened, but it make him feel like, nah, let me get that for you, like just take it from me, just okay. do it, just be, just be what I need. And I think when we say that we're strong, I think it also means that we're able to be strong for you as a man too. Mm-hmm. Because men feel like in relationships, they are meant to be this hard, you know, masculine, armor protector 24-7. But there are moments where you're going to feel weak. And mm-hmm. weak not saying that, oh, you're weak-ass motherfucker. But just, just weak in general. Whether it's, you know, finance, due to finances, illness, lots of family members, whatever. 
But we're there to also cover you and be yeah, your strength. to be your strength. And I think situations where a lot of, because I do hear that too, especially older women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, where they're like, you know what, I'm good. I don't need no man. It's too stressful. They only say that because they've had bad experiences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they've not been able to find a decent man. Mm-hmm. So after a while, it's just like, you know what? I could do without the headache. I'd rather be alone because this is all I keep on getting. But deep down, they'll prefer to have someone who gives them peace and love they can okay. live their life with. So when we say that, it's out of pain. It's not out of, it's not, it's not by choice. You know what I'm saying? It's because I've had bad experiences. So you know what? I'm better off alone. I might as well not be with somebody. But deep down, who wants to be alone? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you don't marry, you just have a companion that, you know what? He, you know, whether you're in your 50s, 60s, and, oh, we meet up every Tuesday to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and that's it. That alone gives you, you a joy. You something. Science studies even show yeah. loneliness is the worst disease. Yeah. It really is. The, it would bring out the disease that you didn't have before. For sure. Out of nowhere, you see you have cancer of the heart. Cast off, cast off something just because you are alone. Yeah. Really, it would bring that out of you. So, no, you're a man saying, I don't need no bitch. I just need some pussy for like, which I could pay $40 for. You are lying. If you're paying $40 for some pussy, you probably just. And you're not just paying for that pussy, you're paying for the companionship too at the same time. Whether it's a 40, yeah, you're paying for that. Because in that yeah. sense, go buy sex toy. They have pocket pussy. Come on. True. They got pocket pussy. Now they have sex toy robots. They have sex toy where it's actual ass ship. That you can fuck to your own pleasure and do crazy as you want. Damn. Come on now. But you rather go, you, 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 you go to OnlyFans or you go meet a prostitute or you fly a bitch out from Vegas or whatever. You also want the companionship. People yes. buy the whole, you know, the whole girlfriend experience. The women who actually, who actually provide those service of, I'll give you a girlfriend experience. Because there are lonely motherfuckers out there. And I just think also too, like, as us in the community, we got to start being honest about the experiences that we curate for ourselves with dating. Like, I think that some men should stop leading with money and only, and like immediately flying bitches out or trying to rush and not get to know women and only date them off their looks and then be mad that they're not wifey. Because you never knew this woman to begin with. And she showed you who she was from the jump. From the jump. And women need to also vice versa stop dating men that have proven that they don't want to be in actual relationships, stop trying to force that relationship, and then say men ain't shit. Yeah, cause we 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 when we stay trying to save a man, man, we try to yeah. we, we try let me, let me save him, cause he has some childhood trauma. And I can heal him, girl. You and his therapist for real. Be honest and intentional about the the dating experience you're having, mm-hmm. and then you can make an honest choice. Like you know, we've talked before about like trying to be like, okay, I want to date a boy that wants to be a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and stop just dating these niggas that just. They like me. They think mm-hmm. I'm cute. But, mm-hmm. like, they don't ultimately aren't relationship dudes. Okay. So, it's like, I want to date people that value that. And I think then I can make a real choice on, like, oh, what's up with the dating pool? Absolutely. I was talking with a client. I was saying, and we're talking about the things that we like to do differently when, you know, in dating is, you know, typically when you're dating, it's like, oh, he likes me. And, like, okay, he likes me. We'll just build on that. Mm-hmm. But, girl, do you really like him? Exactly. From, like, like as a woman, you have the right to also choose. Just and then we weren't he, taught that. Okay, just because yeah. he like you, that don't mean like, okay, he like you and you have to go with the flow and make it work. No, he may like you, but you're like, mm, he ain't even really my type. I may not really like his personality mm-hmm. or be attracted to him. Like, girl, you two choose. True. If he likes you, do you like him? If not, keep it moving. Don't force it that it's not there. And I, that's something I noticed with my dating habits. Is like, a lot of times when my dating is a lot, it's more of them liking me. And I'm like, hmm. Mm. Okay, well, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Mm, we go out. Let's go out more. Then, then of course, the likeness would develop. But it's more of 
I'm not really doing a lot of the choosing. And mm-hmm. it should be equal. Like, of course, I want a guy to pursue me. Yeah, hell yeah, pursue me. I'm the catch. You know what I'm saying? But I also want to be like, even though he's pursuing me, do I even like him, though? We do have I to learn to attractive? court each other. Period. How do women court men? That's a good question. Like, what's our courtship? You know, I think that when we think of courtship, we automatically think of, like, buying shit, doing that, taking mm-hmm. out on dates. But mm-hmm. I believe that courtship is an act of two people. For it to say ship is automatically involves two people. Facts. So, like, what is... How, how do you court a man? I think I court a man in um, affection, attention, intention, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, I'm not, I don't trick on niggas, but I don't mind, like, doing something for a man one day, right? So, so what's the balance of courting a man? Because I know we've had this conversation before of, like, okay, not doing wifey things when you're not yes. a wife. So yes. what's the balance of courting a man or being in a courtship without crossing that boundary or line of, like, wifey husband thing? Yeah, after we've gone out a couple times or we've had equal experiences, I don't mind being the one to cook dinner. Okay. Or being the one to... To plan the date and be like, oh, I planned this day. I kind of like looked into it or even, you know, because sometimes with some dates, oh, I put the deposit down. I got the tickets. Mm-hmm. But then like you bought the drinks and stuff the whole night so that yeah. you could still feel like a guy. But like I was the one who originally got the tickets yeah. to the comedy show or whatever. I like I planned the date or, yeah. you know, I, I came to you and cooked the dinner or, you know, just whatever it is that I feel like, you know, women, um, you know, sometimes I feel like women because we get taught. I don't know. It's a weird thing of trying to put self-worth in women. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, part of it is just teaching women, like, oh, you're the prize. You're not going to do shit. Da, 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 da. But the other half of it is just really acknowledging that, like, you have to treat somebody the way you want to be treated. Right? Like, hopefully, if a man see you caring for him in certain ways or doing for him in certain ways, it lets him know that that's how you receive care. I think keyword, and you, you did touch on it, is intention. Yeah. That we're both intentional in this dating that we're doing. You intentionally showing that you're interested in me and you being interested in me involves going out on a date, buying me things or caring for me and vice versa. I'm caring for you. Hey, babe, are you okay? Do you want this? I got this for you. Let's do this together. I'm checking on you, whatever. We're both being intentional about whatever it is that we're looking for. And I think that's the main key with courtship. Because sometimes with regular dating, it's just like, oh, yeah, he hit me up. I hit you up. Mm, whatever. Or it's, it's a booty call or it's just like a what you doing text message back and forth. But intentions is we're more serious yeah. with each other and we're equally showing that, you know. And it looks different for for the genders, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For the different roles, yeah. you know. So a man would do a man thing, a woman would do a manly a woman thing too. Like how I court you is not how you court me Exactly. Exactly. Um uh, and I think that leads us to our next topic, right? So there was a story on Facebook about a couple that wants to buy a house, but the woman says that she's not contributing because she was the one who had the kids. Mm-hmm. How do you, I'm, I'm putting that to you since you're technically the one that had a child. Yeah, I saw that too. And she also said that because she wants to be able to say that my husband bought me a house. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, as you just, you also just mentioned that, you know, quite frankly, nothing trumps having a child. Like, motherfucker, that's a major thing. Right there. But at the same time, you know the man you have. You know the relationship you're in, the marriage you're in. You know the finances of the marriage, okay? You know the expectation. Y'all both going to live in this house, you know? It's also for the child that you delivered. 
it's not just for you know you, yeah you gave us a child but it's not just his, his responsibility to care for the child it's also your responsibility to care for the child it's also your responsible responsibility to provide a shelter for this child too yeah. um so even if he's providing more even if it's a 60 40 situation even 70 30 or even 80 20 situation and he's saying that i need your help it's one thing if you saying like, oh, baby, I got it. I don't need it because, oh, he got that tough-nuts job and he got the money like that. That's a different story. But he's saying, because even in that video, he, he was perplexed like, what? Because it's, he, and it, you could tell he's like, bitch, you know, like, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. Type of thing. We In that case, let's just rent the house and let me keep on paying the rent. Yeah. But you want to move on to a mortgage, to a house? Because buying a house, it's not no small job no, thing. No, it's a lot to buy a house. You, you know, you get approved for loans, or you may not get approved for loans. You have to pay this way. You have to pay that. Credit, Closing signs, fee, loans, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to put some cash down payment, whatever. And like, no, I think that's a selfish behavior. It's definitely selfish. And she's clearly trying to compare her life and her lifestyle to other marriages. Girl, you don't have a rich husband. No, what the fuck you got? Yeah, it's like, to me, I'm like, are you a surrogate? Okay. What I mean, and and this, you know, I, I I do believe that like women having the child, that's like a two to one ratio, like or shit, a three to one ratio. Like I had the child, so you got to do three more extra things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yeah. sorry. Yeah. And, and it's like that, but I think like she's concentrated on the wrong thing. Like yeah. for me, I want a man that gives me a home. Not just a house. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where she's messing up at. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to say that this man is my home. Yeah, yeah. Like, wherever we are, whatever we do, it's us, and we've provided that. A house is like, like, hell yeah, you want a house, but it's like, you know, buying a house, as you said, that's credit games sometimes. You got it on your man's pocket. Okay. You know like, your man's pocket, That's a lot G. of different shit. Like, that's not just being rich. or It's not like, oh, my man bought me a Birkin. That's very you. That, that's very like oh, it's however money he has. But with buying a house, it could be his credit. It could be his student loans. It could be your you got longer credit. It could be like all type of random shit. That's like bitch. If you want us to have a house, you got to be involved. Okay, you want to buy something? Buy you a car. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell him to buy you a Tesla purse because Birkins be up to sixty k. Yeah. So de- depending on the Birkin, you know what I'm saying. But Birkins be high. Birkins be like you buying a house, damn near. You know. But it's just like. Girl, she did too much. It was selfish, to be honest. It was selfish. Because I could just see, like, this man, he's like, I cannot afford to do this by myself. So why would he even say that you wouldn't have any input at all? Even if you said, okay, I'm just going to put... Because you're going to live in this bitch, too, though. And it's our child. Like, yeah, girl, get your goofy. Like, I, I feel like, baby, if you if it was that deep for you, you should have waited till he bought you the house before you gave him a baby, if you're thinking that hard. Okay. If it was that deep. So now it, it brings me to the to the question of like what is the balance? Because now we're saying we don't want man to. Because now he could be like, "What are you bringing to the table?" That's lame. Don't like, ask we, we me. That. We we mean trying to buy your house. You know, he's like he could be like, "So what do you bring to the table?" You so is it just birthing babies? What you brought to the table with this and, situation? And that's not enough. I feel like <laughs> people got to know what they want out of relationship. Yeah. And, and and that's another thing. It's like some people just, people be commenting on shit that don't have nothing to do with them. Like, some people, yeah, that's all she needed to do. Like, some, some guys are like, look, I got it. I'm financially secure. I'm doing everything. If my wife can have my babies without me asking, 
you know, because some, you know, some women push back on that. Like, I don't want to have a baby. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I had a baby and I didn't enjoy the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Woo woo. Some men are like, all you need to do is have my babies. I want three, four kids. You're going to give me my three, four kids. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be in that type of relationship, find a man that that is all it's required for. Fact. I ain't going to lie. Maybe like two, three years ago, I was talking to one of my guy friends. I was bitching about the guy I was dealing with. I was like, oh, he's just da 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 da. And he was like, did he express that he wants to be a boyfriend? Ooh. And I was like, I mean, nah, but I feel like he like me. And I feel like the way that we move in. He's like, Debbie, what's wrong with y'all women? Y'all be with men that do not want to be boyfriends. They want to have fun. They want to do the enjoyable shit, this, that, and the other. But they don't want to commit. And they let you know that. And y'all still trying to act like all these other things is going to make them want to be a boyfriend. And it's just not. And I think that is a two-way street of of delusion mm-hmm. that men and women are both on. Like, men equally also know that they be with women that want relationships, that want all of this, and they be at them, like, mad when they press them about it. Absolutely. It's bogus. And I also think that, let's just be real, there are double standards in relationships. Yeah, in life. They are. They, they just really are. There's certain things that men can do and get away with, and there's certain things that women can do and get away with. Simply because we're women and simply because you're a man. Yep. And that that's just a fact. But good point you made is, Find who the fuck matches you. Matches what you you're looking for, and it may be hard to find that. Which is why I'm learning too. Moving forward, is like my next relationship is all about honesty. Not to say that I ever lie. I'm like, oh, I was a liar, but like I noticed that maybe I may have held back certain things, Mm. or I may have been unsure about certain things. And even if you're unsure about certain things, say that I don't know. Say that you're unsure about it, so at least the partner knows what the situation is you know um but it's important just to be i'm like i'm just gonna be honest like i'm looking for a husband i'm looking for this now of course not to bombard you or scare you like on the first date type of shit but, but my needs no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm exactly i'm gonna let you know i'm not gonna try and be like i'm not doing like let's see how it goes and float how the boat floats and whatever i ain't doing that no more it's early we be making a bullshit no no because we'll be trying to be overly understanding overly accommodating to motherfuckers that we know like deep down mm, we're not really on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just like find who the hell isn't, you know, who could cater to what you want. Mm. You know, and at, at every day you're going to find a balance. For sure. But speaking of relationship, I want us to talk about Chance the Rapper and his wife real mm. quick. You know, Chance the Rapper, the Chicago rapper, his wife kind of posted some things on social media. Um, I don't necessarily want to read the whole thing, but she posted on her page basically saying, like, when you're in a relationship, you need to grow up. Okay, not just grow in age, but grow up as well. Wasn't take mm. responsibilities, do mm. what you're supposed to do. Um, it was she basically highlighted. I guess it was like a, a quote from something that she read, and she highlighted it and posted it on her page. And now people are like, she's talking about Chance. She is. <laughs> I mean, who else she gonna talk about? Who the fuck else, Christian Kirsten? No. And then, you know, recently, you know, he did go to Jamaica for mm-hmm. the, you know, festival that's that they had. And, you know, there were clips of him dancing with the big booty girl. And then that, that's just a Jamaica festival. Catching the wine. You know, culture. It's just, you know, it's dancing. You know, he may never see that lady or he may even know. He may never know what her face looked like. <laughs> no, like, that's how it be. It be like, oh, somebody's dancing. You go up behind them, boom, boom, boom. You do, ooh, that's it. And that's True. it. You may not even know each other's names. True. You may not even say hi to each other. She probably ain't know she was juking Chance the Rapper. Exactly. It, be, it may be no words exchanged, and y'all just exchange a dance, a vibe, a moment, boom. But people are like, oh, he shouldn't have done that. So before we tackle what Kirsten said, what do you think about that dance? 
How would you feel if your husband went to a festival with his mates, with his guys, bros, and he came back and he was, you see clips or you see pictures. His friends probably posted a clip on their story of him getting juke down. That's what made it disrespectful is the posting. Yeah. Because I feel like had it just naturally happened and you randomly told me about it, I wouldn't care because it's like, it's, it's Carnival, it's festival. What else do I expect is happening? Yeah, but you're, he's a celebrity. You're not just walking down the street. You're going to get the wine. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to do the, the whole vibe. So I would understand that. But the minute that it became apparent that there were cameras, he might not even seen the camera, but the minute it was posted, I think out of respect, he should have either said something or just tried to make it seem like, ah, sorry, I'm not trying to be caught out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that sometimes, unfortunately, with being a celebrity, the disrespect isn't the action, but the pub- publi- publicize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's what made it disrespectful. And he probably did apologize. I'm assuming. I would like to think and hope that he apologized. Like, hey, baby, nah, not this call him immature and shit. But you know, with that, I feel like it's deeper than that. I definitely think it's, it's deeper than that. that. It's clear that it's, deeper than, it's that. deeper than just a dance. I damn near feel like he went to Jamaica and didn't let her know. The, the dance was the icing on the cake. It was like, now you do this shit? Now that's the pictures I'm seeing all this shit? You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was what made her like go off in her own simple way. I low-key feel like what happened was, this is me hypothesizing. You know Chance's birthday is around the way, if not already passed. Okay. And... We, you know, me as the wife, which are two kids, we was like, babe, what are we doing for your birthday? And he was like, oh, man, you know what's crazy? Um, we're trying to bring the Black Star Line Festival to all the African diasporas. You know, we started in Ghana. We thought this would be a good time to go to Jamaica and get the Black Star Line popping. And it's like, oh, you're going to go to Jamaica and do this during your birthday instead of be with your family? Okay. I guess, baby, I'm going to support you. Two days later, this nigga getting wind up. Birthday, April 16th. Mm, see? So birthday just passed. Yep. So I'm telling you, I think that I, that's how I saw it. Where it's like, you know, where it's kind of like you, Chance the Rapper, you had kids young, you was proclaiming and shouting that I love my wife, I love my wife, I love my wife. He has kids at 25, right? He had kids younger, like 25. Because he just turned 30. Yeah. It was like 24, 25 when they had mm-hmm. the kids. And I think that, like, you, as a lot of men at that age, have not fully grasped the fact that you're a father. I, I think this is a double-edged sword, sword, too, because it's like, you know, you're a celebrity. A certain lifestyle comes with celebrity. It takes a really mature individual to be like, I'm not going to let this, quote-unquote, lifestyle celebrity come you know, between my marriage or relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much exposure. Entourage, friends, publicists. Do this. You gotta go to this event. You have to do this. You have to do that. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you feel like you're pulled to different places. And like, I have to live up to certain standards. You know? And it's like, if you're married to a celebrity, you kind of have to understand that to a certain degree. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether he's cheating on you or not. But it's a lot. I can't even imagine what it takes to be married to a man. She ain't like that nigga like that, let's be honest. Whether he's or not, but he's a celebrity. He, you know, he may not be up there, but he has a schedule that requires him to travel out of the country more than you would like for your husband to travel out of the country. That you know what I'm true. saying? He has to do the showings more than you would like. You know what I'm saying? Whether he's the man or not, there are bitches who probably are in his DMs. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's keep it real. He ain't got to be finest man, but just the fact that he is celebrity, that he Damn, not, you said fine. I was talking about his clout. Fine, clout, whatever. You trying to you trying to say ain't no bitches on his dick? 
No, not even. You know not even just that. Yeah, but like his lifestyle does require. Like this man, he be in Germany. He been in all this Netherlands. He be in Ghana. He be you know like he may not be super clout big in America, but he has a decent front following that requires him to travel. Nah, he Jesus has different. Pro- you know, he has his projects that he do whatever you know. And I feel like for just a regular woman, that is hard to take in, especially when you have kids with a man like that. You know what I'm saying? So it takes. It's a lot to do with, nonetheless. But same time as you said, he got married young, so it's like you—you're a married man. Married man, you gotta do married man things. It's certain things you have to know that you gotta let go. Not to say you can't have your guy time. Not to say you can't have guy trips, whatever. But it's certain things you know. I'm married. G. For my birthday, spend that shit with your family. It, I think what fuck chance up is like chance overly tried to sell the idea of I'm a committed. Christian man. Mm-hmm. When I knew secretly, I was like, this nigga made ass a rap. Mm-hmm. I always knew. I said, he a 10 day. I know this man via his music. Mm-hmm. You know, Chance, it's not that I didn't think he was faithful and in love. I just felt like it was a narrative that he was trying to push so hard mm-hmm. that I didn't feel fully fit him. So you're saying the narrative of him being Christian doesn't match with him being not necessarily Christian. He make himself holier than thou. I mean, well, in I what think, sense? I, you know, what sense do you feel like he's holier than thou? Chance really, literally went on like a whole. He had like a whole year and a half where his he, whole brand was. I'm a man of God. I am a husband. But what's wrong with that, though? Nothing is wrong with that, but it does not align with what you want to do. But I think like that's the mixed up, though, because we feel like motherfuckers have to be perfect just because they say they're Christians no, or whatever. No, but he painted that picture. Like, Chance painted that picture. I, 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 I think like maybe that's the perception you got from him. No, Chance th- painted that picture. But again, I, that's the perception you got. Like, peop- you could paint one picture, but the way you perceive and view that picture, we could see our art piece right here, and you could see that this shit look like something else. It wasn't and, just that he but, did it, but he literally, like, his whole mantra was, mm-hmm. I love my wife, I'm committed to my family, I don't find these distractions worthy, I'm and committed I, and to and God. I, he, he made it seem like, I'm on a straight and narrow, I don't fuck with secular shit. That's how Chance was making so it So, for me, I got that, but I didn't get he didn't fuck with secular shit, because you started off with circular shit, and you still do circular but, shit. But, even, even if you have a gospel album, whatever... I never got that he doesn't fuck with circular shit because he's in a hella circular community or lifestyle. So, no. But I did get that, okay, maybe, I guess for me as a Christian, I have moments, and I did, not even just a Christian, but whatever religion you are in, you have moments of your simple diligence in it, whether you fasted this year or then you don't fast next year. You know what I'm saying? And I think we need to give each other that grace of your relationship with God. It's, it's turbulent. It's not always going to be great. So, for me, I never expected perfection of this or this perfect christian man from him he made his brand but i, I think that's how you perceive it no though. he literally made it his brand it's not again i, I, I did not what perceive I'm... it that chance literally again, went this... on a his whole album mm-hmm. his whole thing was dedicated to him being i am of the clock i yeah. am a gospel man i do not engage with these type of behaviors i love being a married committed husband yeah. like that was his whole brand for like three years after, after that was his thing oh i've grown from that but i don't I, do I, drugs I, guess, I don't do like chance made a point to state that he does not he does not align with who he was and acid right so maybe because i'm a christian i understand or i understand the 
the fact that you could fall. That's your personal relationship with it. His, exactly. His, no, no, no. He made, no, no, no. He exactly. made it his brand. That's like saying. So that's what her, I'm saying. Like, like yeah, saying, he uh, may have made that, but I didn't see it as like, oh, because he made this way. Like, he ain't, like with this shit, he went to, when I saw the shot of him dancing, I was like, damn, he bogus. I, I'm like, Okay, you I laughed because I thought I thought the, the comments were funny, but it's he just, ain't a pastor. It's it's ironic. It's just ironic when you make it your like when you take the time. That's like Ty Trippett coming out being that freak nigga some shit. It's like you you, you gonna put yes because Chance you make the because Chance stop he stopped making his rap. He was not he stopped saying oh I'm asking rap all that yeah that he was doing he don't do that shit. He was literally like I am now I give myself to God. I believe and pray. Like, that was his thing. That was the whole coloring book. That was the whole, what was the shit that he made after that? The the the, the album he made after, it was the Daddy. Three. Not the three album, though. The one he made with the CD shit. The one with the sparkly CD. I had that shit, too. I got to look up the title. But um, Chance made it his brand and his likeness that I do not support all that fast shit no more. I am now a man of the clergy. The big day. That was the name of that album. Mm-hmm. Not the whole big. That was the whole thing. He has now made himself like, hey, after color, coloring book. And had he did this after coloring book, we could have said like, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he made a gospel album. Now I mean, he ain't never came out. But after coloring book, he doubled down on this good guy dedicated to my wife, one eye only bullshit. Like that. So in what way right now has he shown otherwise? It was just the fact that like, if you are this dedicated to it, you would not be caught on camera. Getting not only getting this wine from it wasn't even just the wine that made it crazy. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that he was like clearly caressing this, like he mm-hmm. smacked her ass. Mm-hmm. That's what made it crazy. It's like it would have been one thing if like, oh, we just dancing, I'm getting the wine. Blah, blah, blah. He smacked her ass. You so know, that was the one thing that made too, everything. You took it too far there. That it's just, like we could have just we could have tried to pretend do oh, on whatever you dancing. I'm gonna just let it go or whatever. You smacked her ass, made it intentional. You enjoyed it too much. You weren't just dancing no more. You were. You were into it a little bit more. Like, you were too into it. I mean, you, if y'all, if y'all husband. It's one thing for him to get, catch a wine, but to smack a whole nother woman okay. ass. No, no, listen. My husband, my husband, I don't want you to catch a wine, period. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You're not catching no wine. <laughs> what the fuck? You, you catching a wine. The smacking that ass don't make no fucking difference because the ass is on your dick. It don't make a difference. It's it, a lie. It really, it really don't it's, make it. It's a lie. It don't make because it's like your the ass is actually on your dick. It's on your, your you can't say your penis is not getting hard. You're not feeling whatever. Mm-hmm. So for me, I guess for me, like, yeah, he may have done big day clergyman, whatever, fada, whatever. But I never saw it as this man is perfect. He ain't gonna make mistakes again. Which is why I'm like that push she made. I feel like the 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 picture was the the icing on the cake. I'm like it's some deeper stuff because obviously she mad about some deeper stuff. For her to say. Oh, you need to grow up. He's she's saying this man is childish. childish. She's saying you a kid, and that shit he did with Jamaica—that's a managed behavior. That shit regular motherfuckers do, regular niggas do. You know what I'm saying? But she's saying he childish. Like for me, I'm like, okay, that means he ain't stepping up to the plate. Yeah, he ain't being a man of the household as she as he needs to be. Even if he's traveling a lot, but it's certain things that he's not serving her as yeah. a man. He's not serving the household. He's not serving the kids. Two kids, two girls are that. That he's not doing. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't see the whole like, oh, because he make whatever. 
next album may be another Christian album. The other one after that may be a whole sex shit album. Like, this is shit that's popular with artists. Even pastors do this shit. Pastors be like, oh, holy other doubt, then boom, they fall down, they sleep with a bitch in, in the choir, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, human beings will be human beings. I mean, you I don't judge his, his religion because of that. I'm just saying, because that's what I'm saying. It's like you're making it his his faith. It's mm-hmm. not about his faith. It's his I'm brand. not making his faith. You brought up the faith. No, part. I'm saying that his, his he made his faith his brand. Okay. So by you making your faith your brand, mm-hmm. you're now saying that I'm going to align with everything that is up standing mm-hmm. in this faith. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. If he just came out like, yo, I'm a Christian, ain't nobody going to say you got to be a perfect Christian. Yeah. It's just like you're a Christian. And, and, I I think, and I think that's what my point was saying that with aligning with Christianity, Christianity doesn't say perfection. I no. think it's the society that feels like, oh, if you're a devout Christian or you're a devout Muslim, it's perfection. Mm-hmm. If it was as strict as Islam is, it's not a perfect religion. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers fuck up every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Imanti fucking up. You yeah. The most Muslim-ass countries, they be raping bitches. Like I just said, you yeah. Pakistan, they raping dead bodies. They be like, wow. Yeah. It don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I guess I'm at the stage where I'm able to like, when I hear religion, I just be like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't take it as deep because human beings be human beings. Motherfuckers will fall. But I, I, I hope she's okay, G. I just hope she's okay. I, I don't wish divorce on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope they're able to figure this shit out. I think it was, it showed that he was childish for him to make the returning post that he made. Of a very come with on the, with the whole comedy sketch. It was and like what, a com- what did the comedy say? The comedy sketch said, "Like you know, I've been married for five years, and the one thing I learned about marriage is that it's always gonna. I'm always gonna be the one that has to work on something. That we're. That I'm always the one that we are working on. Like yeah. I'm always the problem. That is so shady because you're saying like, but bitch, yeah, you, we should be working. You got you issues, issues too. too. No, that's so shady. That is, and I'm I'm sure like he heard that she made that post because obviously we know that it's about her husband, mm-hmm. but she's like, girl, man, that that's what I'm saying about a man. That you know, it's certain things as women that we gonna do. You know what I'm saying, woman, we got our petty behavior, we got our petty catty bitchy behavior. As a man, we don't need you to match up with that. Yeah, I think that's what men don't be. match up with that. Ain't nobody saying you can't stand up for yourself, but I, I don't know. There's a certain like don't match up with shit, that. We go low, go high, my nigga. Like, Come man. on, and if you want to say something too, that that wasn't even the right thing to say. That isn't even the right way to go about it. Yeah, like I don't know, Chance. You know, I, I root for you, Chance, but you the one came out here acting like you was holier than now, nigga. Mm-mm-mm. You was acting like you was doing the most. All right, so um, on a different note, let's talk about some of this digital artificial intelligence. So we have talked about um, artificial intelligence and what it's doing. Quite frankly, I've started to embrace artificial intelligence. <laughs> I use it for different things in different spaces. But recently, um, I was made aware about a AI model. I'm going to like play this so we can hear about it virtual model she presents as a black woman she was created by an english man a white english man fashion photographer turned graphic designer and she's been working with many luxury brands since she debuted about like four ish years ago right yeah and i previously spoke about her when i was um on al jazeera uh, talking about virtual blackface basically because i think it's super messed up that there are actual black women models who would be happy to star in these campaigns but instead brands are picking virtual black models where none of that money goes to black people like the fact that the fact that we exist in a world where it's okay for a man 
who is white to make a virtual black woman and then profit off that virtual black woman to me is the story yeah I think that is super crazy. So the name of the model is Shudu. And Shudu is obviously modeled off of like a typical maybe Sudanese model. Very slender. Yeah. Very, um, you know, dark. The features, that shiny, yeah. You know, all of those features that, that we're used to seeing with models like Alec Wang and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, I think that that is just like, it's scary to think about how um, our features are discardable in that way like that is a unique blackness and you're saying that you don't need black people to achieve it obviously you do need black people to achieve it because you got the features from black people like even when you see the ai she she looks like she looks like as she said uh, another sudanese girl like i'm like i've seen this face before you know what I'm saying? You didn't just create some new face. Whether mm-hmm. she, you could have given her three eyes or something. Mm. Get, make her look like artificial. Something should have gave. Artificial. Give her two nose. Give her something to make me feel like okay, this is a real human being. Long neck ass. You know, but you obviously you're profiting off our blackness without wanting to pay us. That's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to use our likeness, our blackness. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, back in the day, there was always one. Because I even saw. Um, Naomi Campbell, not even Naomi Campbell, it was an older, um, I forgot, I can't remember her name, an older black model, and she said how those, back in the 80s, 90s, 70s, there was always one black token model, right? And they would pit them against each other. Because mm. if you look back at the shows, it was either like Naomi Campbell or the other, oh, you know. Um, Tyra Banks Yeah, even before Beverly them. Campbell. Beverly Campbell, that, that was the one I'm even thinking about. Um, and she was like. She had she made sure that she was friends with the other black models. Then so what happened with her and Tyra then? You know what? <laughs> what happened with her and Tyra then? Who are you talking about? Naomi. I'm talking about Beverly. Oh, Beverly. Beverly. Oh, okay. Beverly's, you know, it's older yeah. sets. And she was like, she made sure she was friends with another model, another black model, so that whenever they went for auditions, like, if she didn't get the show, she'd be like, well, can she get the show? You know what I'm saying? Can she get the, you know, the run runway walk, whatever show? Um, And it's like, again, y'all using our blackness. You, basically, you don't want to pay a black woman for this stuff. Yeah. That's why. That, that's that's what it boils that's down to. That's exactly what it and boils down to. And it goes down back to. down to slavery. Not to make it extra deep, but it's just like, come on. You're going to make our, our our likeness into some artificial slavery shit? Yeah. So, okay, whatever money she getting, who is it going to? It's going to him. That white man. It's going to him. It's made by an Englishman at that. And she should do. What kind of name is that? You're going to find some some bush name. Should do. Should really? Do. Come yeah, on. I know. Yeah, it just definitely is like an ick. It's definitely like an ick. I think we have to be more... Yeah, we just got to really, really be aware. You know, there's so many things. Even though AI is cool in its ways, there's a lot. Like, there's a recent scam going on about AI calling family members, saying that a family member got into a bad car accident and they need money to to do whatever. I don't know, to get out of it, to pay for some shit. I don't know, but... That's been a scam going around. I think people, everybody just be careful. This AI shit is dangerous. Whoa. Whoa. That's great. All right. Um, so last on the list, doctors warn that oral sex causes throat cancer. Whoa. So they see like in studies, a lot of people that who have throat cancer is the cost is like from herpes, HPV, HSV, virus. That people have. So if you're poor performing or on those who have those type of viruses, 
you are going to get throat cancer. You. So, Dami, what does that say? Are you saying you're going to stop performing order? Honestly, if I'm being 100%, at some point, a couple, maybe like two or three years ago, I started telling myself, like, man, this has got to be a specialized act. Not specialized. For real. Like, this is an add-on. This isn't... You know, like, I, I'm, you know, as much as we like to say as women, like, oh, I need the head before I get anything, woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I'm not going to give somebody head immediately. I'm not going to require it immediately either. Okay. Now, I'm also in a space in my life where um, my sexual ex would just be with somebody where it wouldn't be a problem either way. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like. Yeah, people be just giving head all casually, so no wonder y'all getting throat cancer. Y'all know these people. But even if you give head casually or not, you're giving head to your husband. You may, you may possibly still get uh, throat cancer from that. Why would my husband because have HPV? He may have it from his prior experiences. What are you talking I about? Because HPV I don't really that. show in men. I should know that. They don't even really have testing for HPV in men. It's mainly for women. Um, they have the shots, you know, like the vaccines now for like boys and girls starting from age of 11, 12, I believe. Some men don't show no symptoms of HPV. Even women, crazy. you rarely you rarely show it. A lot of times it's like, oh, damn, it because cervical cancer. You know what I'm saying? Or you do your pap smear and they say like, oh, your pap smear is abnormal, you know? But you don't have like, like herpes. You have like the blisters and like you have the warts and stuff or like a regular STDs that you may have some type of sign or a fishy smell like HPV, you may not have a sign like that. You may not. Mm. So your prior, your partner, your partner's prior partners may have given you HPV. Mm. Well, so is that to say one should not perform? Is oral sex? Is oral sex even a, is it a godly thing to do? Let's think you about know it. It's not. Damn, it's, you say it's not. It's not a godly thing to do. No. Damn, really? Yeah, no, it's not. Is it saying that Quran? By by most standards, it's not because. Technically, you put in the thing that you use to secrete. Secrete mm. was waste, waste. Mm. in your mouth. The same mouth you used to pray to say a fatia to yeah. you used to say Allah, God, yeah. Jesus, whatever, and you put it on your mouth. Yeah. May God forgive you, Dami. You too. <laughs> you more. In fact. Why is it more? Because I'm a child. What does that mean? Whoa. No, you said me more. I was just talking. No, but why do you say me more? I was just throwing it back to no, sender. When you said damn You said me more. What was the more part? It was just to add back I didn't to sender. Super. Obviously, I didn't perform oral sex to have a child. Whoa. So why are you saying me more? Why are you more? making it deep? No, you said me more. I need to know. I was just throwing it at you. <laughs> like tennis serve. Serena Venus. Uh, you said me more. As in, you have evidence that I do it more I was than doing you. Anna Serapova for you oh, well, I was just saying I, back to send me me you more uh, you more you more hopefully so are you saying from now on no more other sex I haven't had any sort of sex in a while so so but when you when you get the opportunity to where is by choice mm, I mean if if I felt like it I might take the risk <laughs> 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 It sure is a risk. Even when you do regular sex, it's a risk. Everything is a risk. It's a risk. Maybe you need this protection. Then they have... Mm. You can do it. Come on now. They have flavored condoms. I've never experienced Come on, that. protect... Oh, you never use protection. That's what Whoa, you're saying. Oh, you're getting past... <laughs> you just say you never use... You just say you never experienced that. Wow. So you're free willy out here. Whoa. Not with regular sex. Oh, free willy with aura. I, I just think I don't like that rubbery thing. Well, you know, they have flavored ones. They have cherry. What's your they favorite have banana. flavor? 
Mm, strawberry. How you know? How does it taste? Because I protect myself every month. Ma- well, one time I didn't. You can see the results. But <laughs> normally, I protect myself. Oh. Orally. Other places, other whatever, it is protected. So you've tasted the strawberry latex? Yeah, yeah. It gives, Ew. you know, I, I, I don't want to throw cancer. What you talking about? Oh, well, now that you know that. I, I don't you. know that throw cancer now. I guess. Hell no. But um, that's pretty much it. Um, Let's go to our next segment, girl. Guys, this is our favorite segment. And we call it Oladel of the Week. That was my juicy voice. No. No? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll talk with my regular voice. <laughs> An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata. Woo! Goof ass. So, Erica, have you ever loved someone enough to get no. them tatted? No. Damn. No. No. You never even thought about it, like on some fake shit. Like, oh, I like you. I'm going to get you tatted, but I really won't. Maybe on some fake dumb shit. Okay. On some fake dumb, and it's like, maybe initial. But not, it's like, oh, I'm tweaking right now, but I'm never going to make an appointment to go do it. Hmm. Heck no. It's absolutely no. I mean, how deep does the relationship have to be for you to consider really tight? I don't care how deep it is. If I'm getting a tight relationship, like uh, we're getting tight, we're doing, I'm doing Beyonce style. We both getting our wedding dates or a figure or a, a symbol. Damn, you beehive low key. I sure am, and we both doing it. I'm not the only one. You doing it too. He's doing it too. Damn. You got me messed up. Okay. Well, I, a lot of the week, she didn't prepare herself like that. Okay. In fact, she has six tattoos. <laughs> Dedicated to none other than Chief Sosa. Some of you know him as Chief Keith. This Olodo has his name, his birthday, his rap name, his initials, all these things, up to six tattoos dedicated to a man that she was not officially dating. Can you imagine? They might have messed around. Mm -hmm. They talked to one Mm -hmm. another. They visited each other's Mm -hmm. home. But that was enough. They performed all right on each other, maybe. Hopefully no throat cancer involved. <laughs> that was enough for Bad Baby. Mm. Bad Baby, formerly known as Cash Me Outside Girl. Okay. Disclosed this week that her and Chicago superhero, Chief Keith, had a situationship of the sorts, and which led her to tattoo... Six tattoos dedicated to him. She now was saying that, you know, I guess the relationship is over. She said she wants to cover some up. She wants to r- remove it. But I just feel like, damn, girl, how you going to get six tattoos for a man that's not even claiming you? He ain't never claimed, not to this interview that she did. I ain't really know they were to add him. Exactly. I was going to say, he still ain't claimed her if we being real. Never. He ain't said nothing about all this ne- tattoo shit. He ain't made no statement. He only like his baby mama. He ain't paste. He ain't post no picture of her. Like, oh, look at the tattoo. Nothing. Now that's some dumb shit. He don't like her. Just like the other girl. What's the other rapper girl? Uh, Asian doll. No. Oh. This she's this pretty dark skin rapper girl that her husband, her boyfriend is in jail. That she got like 20, oh, Amaretta. She got like twenty tattoos of uh-huh. his name. That for me, I'm like I get tattoos or tattoos, but. Getting names, it don't make sense to me. Especially if it's someone that's alive. I'm like, you're not going to forget their name. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get my name. People that get their name on their body, it's like, you going to forget your name? 
I don't think anybody owns me enough for me to feel like I need you need to put your name on me. No. We could get like a no, let's say, oh, we want to do a, 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 some type of symbol to represent us. I can do that. Yeah. But we both get in it, motherfucker. I ain't just be only, I'm not the only one for to be a goofy and get yeah, it. Yeah, I think that also is part of what made it like, damn, get your goofy. Six ass. times I did. Like, and uh, the first time he ain't claim me. Second time, third time, gee, six times. And he Yeah, she was too strong. Even though this now new new age of dating, even if he doesn't claim you, you know, he'd be like, oh, at least he posts me on social media. Did he I mean, do that? not he, that's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't do any of those things. It's not posting on social media. It's not claiming. It's nothing. Did he, did he buy you a house? Because if he bought her a house or he bought her a car, she would have been posted it. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, G, you went out sad. But she did agree that she was delusional. She did say like she's, you know, she's trying Damn. to cover up the she's trying to cover up the tats and that she was delusional and she's tired of being delusional. Damn, so. delusional. I don't like that word. I mean, for her it may be accurate, but I just don't like the word. But delusional. she tweaked. Let's just say she tweaked. A she definitely on the tattoo. I'm not saying she tweaked on whatever relation that they had because for obviously we don't know what they had. But she tweaked on getting six. Hell yeah! I think by. By tattoo two. By two, I would have been like, okay, that's enough. Okay. Actually, I, don't, I don't have no tattoos, so maybe like, for me it feel like a bigger, a much bigger deal, but. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays women, like, you know, this woman, it makes them feel like, oh, it, it means I'm down for them. You know, I'm I, I, I am, I'm down. I'm so I'm in support. I'm, I'm a ride or die because you oh. got a tattoo. Well, I'm, I, it's not I'm my not. ministry. I've been said that. I'm not. I ain't finna die. Hell no. Like, Sorry. Mm-mm. But yeah, so she gets the load of the week for that dumbass behavior. Um, so our next segment is care for the culture, and our care for the culture goes to a high school student from New Orleans who broke the nation's record by garnering nine million dollars in scholarships offers that came from one hundred and twenty-five colleges and university. His name is Dennis Barnes, an international high school of New Orleans student. And he has received more monetary offers than any other college-bound senior in American history. Okay. Shout out to that. That's no easy feat. According to NOLA.com, the record listed in the Guinness Book of World Records belongs to Lafayette, to a Lafayette high school senior who got $8.7 million in scholarships in 2019. But this dude got what nine million. Barnes submitted applications to two hundred colleges nationwide and intends to reveal his college decision on May second. Girl, okay. Now. How many colleges did you apply to? Me, like not three. no two hundred. Like three, because let me tell you why. When we was in school, we had to pay for college applications. We had no common app. That common app that the kids have today, where they do one application and just send that one application to. 100 schools we had to do an application for every single school and pay for it and hopefully try to do the waiver like i paid my and, little time and i feel like the, the cheapest applications were seven half dollars yeah the cheapest was 75 was like 65 75 dollars 70 for me i'm like 75 yeah the re- even with the, that's with the waiver too the rest were 100 100 i saw i did one that was 150 yeah and I think my, I don't think I applied more than five schools. Cause yeah, because we couldn't afford, like, when we were applying to school, there was no such thing as common app. So we didn't get that luxury. Even the time to apply to multiple-ass schools all day. It just was a lot. But shout-out to this new generation. They definitely have a lot of opportunities. Absolutely. And, and it's amazing that it's a black student. It's a black young man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to show that we are intelligent individuals. Period. Okay. Um, Dami, do you have a word of the week for us? 
Eric always be throwing the word at me. I mean, like, literally in the middle of the episode. Um, I thought you stay ready, okay? My word of the week is opulence. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no reason, no reason. Go ahead. Yeah, you bogus. No, I've, no, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, the word of the week is opulence. Opulence um, means... Essentially, like, high high standards, having... Um, well, let me look it up. I'm not give y'all bullshit. For wow. Do you know what? I'm sorry, because I did I did Erica literally just threw it. Like, what's there the word why of I the week? Because I know, like, we, we've heard the opulence before. Well, bitch, I didn't know we was keeping track of my words of the week. This is a different-ass year. Opulence. I don't even think I've said opulence before <laughs> yes, as yeah. a word of the week. No, I have not. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. You have not. Well, Erica, what's the, what's the quote? Ah, well, my quote is about manhood, okay? Because we talk so much about manhood. A real man loves his wife and places his family as the most important thing in life. Nothing has brought brought me more peace and content in life than simply being a good husband and father, okay? Well, I just looked that up right now. Who quote is that? It was by Frank Akingbe. In a dream oh. Okay. Well, the point is to say seriously, if you call yourself a man, know your responsibilities. Know it. Oh. If you don't have father figures, you know what the problem is nowadays. There are no mother father figures. A lot of the father figures die in jail or they are True. dead. Quite frankly. True. Go look for a mentor. They they still have big yeah. brother mentorship, don't they? Big brother, big girls, or big what big brother, big sister. Big yeah, come big on, girls. Why, is that, why was it big brother, big girls? <laughs> you get the gist. Come on, look for an uncle, a grandfather, a teacher, a coach to help you out in this situation. Young men, because you may not realize that your actions, it goes down generation upon generation upon generation. Like, it's not just y'all saying dumb shit, but it affects... Because I have younger cousins, and I see, like, the shit that they post. Mm. And, like, they're followers of Samuel... Sam, what's his name? Kevin Samuel. Kevin Samuels. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. At your young age of 22, mm-hmm. you're a follower of Kevin Samuel. Mm-hmm. So that means when you see you have kids, it's going to be the same goofy shit. Come on. And I'm like, y'all have solid moms and sisters in your life, and you uh-huh. saying dumb shit like this. So don't be a Kevin Samuel follower. Know what manhood is. If you don't have a father figure, look for it. That's the quote of the day. Okay? Be solid. I also want to take this time to shout out Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj has officially broken the record for most streamed artists. She's beaten Drake in that. Uh, most streamed number one. I don't try to beat y'all down with my barb news, but I just want to say shout out to Nicki. <laughs> okay. And this is... Cross Culture! Thank you very much. <laughs> Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me Goofy. Hey, it is Eric Kimona. It's Danielle, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. 